Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. And I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. This episode's brought to you by Westminster Effects. Go check out WestminsterEffects.com. They've got some killer stuff on that website. Cody makes some amazing pedals. It's crazy for um, being a boutique builder. He has a very, very big line of pedals. Mm-hmm. Especially when you consider all the nose stuff as well. Yeah, like he's he's doing nose and Westminster and it's crazy. And he, he knocks that stuff out pretty fast. Mm-hmm. I got that uh, aux switch which I don't actually need anymore. I just realized that, but I got that aux switch and he, I mean, I had it in it was probably like a week and a half and that was with a custom color. It wasn't his basic color on there. So he, he knocks that stuff out of the park. That's actually really and, quick considering like getting an enclosure painted takes forever. Right. I wonder how long, I don't know. I've never had to paint an enclosure. I'm not tedious enough. I've had people say that like, why don't you build pedals? And I'm like, I am not, precise enough i've seen some of the work that these guys do and it's like art i'm sure i know they slap it out pretty fast but they're just really good i actually got into a facebook argument with someone about what was it the guy what was the guy going on about wiring harnesses oh man that was loads of fun <sighs> sorry sorry i don't remember this one <laughs> huh i don't remember this argument oh no it, it like just ha- i think uh Ed Chu and I were getting on this guy. He he posted one of those hot takes. He didn't call it a hot take, but that's the cool thing to do nowadays is to post something that's controversial and just really tick people off. And this one actually just kind of ticked me off. Was he sitting uh, in the driver's <laughs> seat of his truck wearing sunglasses? I wear my sunglasses at night. No. Uh, I, oh, yeah, I get that. Like that, that classic <laughs> video of a dude just ranting in his car. Oh my gosh. I need to start doing that. I mean, you've got to have like, yeah, the sunglasses. I've got the bald head. The bald head makes it even better. And the goatee. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the beard now, but, um, we do, uh, yeah, I got into it. The guy was like, why would you pay yada yada for a wiring harness whenever you can just solder all the stuff yourself, which is somewhat of a point, but it, he didn't take in the fact of number one, um, I couldn't probably wire an entire guitar together without getting very stressed out. No, never. Whenever I get a wiring harness, which I've got one in, I've got to throw in my, one of my SGs. When I get that from gun street, it's so simple. It's just easy. I have like maybe two solder points. I just got to solder the volume input. Mm-hmm. If that, well, and, and I got to solder the, the pickups. Yeah. And then you had like the kind of fun things that like, I know Gibson was doing this for a little bit and I know people kind of reamed on them, but just the plug and play. Yeah. The, the quick connectors and things like that make life a lot easier. I mean, uh, I got a gun street harness that actually had just where you, it has the quick connect where you just screw the ends of the leads of nice. your pickups. And it was phenomenal. It was so easy. That's great. Like, if you're doing like a mule guitar or something like that, where like 
you're intending to try a bunch of pickups in it or something like that, those things are awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was absolutely fantastic. And I tried to explain the guy. I'm like, listen, I'm not just paying him for the parts. I'm paying him so I don't have to source the parts. I'm paying him so I don't have to wire, you know, solder all those parts together. I'm, I'm paying mm-hmm. him so I don't have to buy a good soldering iron. I'm paying him so I don't have to make sure that I have the right wires. I'm paying him so I don't have to make sure that I have the right solder. I'm paying, you know, like, you're, and I'm paying for the convenience. Yeah, I mean, um, there's something to be said about parts having the right parts, having them assembled, right. You know, all those kind of things mm-hmm. of debugging all that stuff, as you're saying. Yeah. You I mean, save saving a headache. Yeah. So it's not a lot of money often you're saving by building your own, unless you just have a pile of the parts available and things like that. If you're buying like a pot, a capacitor, things like that. Um, it, you know, it's a economy of scale kind of stuff. Whereas when you and- got these guys buying a thousand at a time, you know, they can lower their price, yeah. you know? And, and that's and really where then, he makes his money is the economy of scale stuff. Not really, there's not really a labor charge on top of individual parts when you look at that. Right. And even then though, how much do I value my time at? Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Or sanity or uh, not defacing the guitar you're working on. That's very true too. I mean, I've jacked up quite a few guitars in my day mm-hmm. and I've learned to stop doing that and have someone do it for me. But we'll move on so I don't just start off mad. Is this still, uh, are we still on the Westminster ad right now? <laughs> no, no, we just like, yeah. you know what? I, I think right, we just West made a gun street plug for no good. <laughs> I did. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get a hold of uh, Sean. Uh, Sean, I don't, my brain <laughs> stopped. I'm going to have to get a hold of Sean and send him an invoice. I'm like, hey, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to text him right now that we gave him an accidental. <laughs> gave him a pl- hey, you could accidentally send us money since we accidentally gave you a plug. But also, hey, have Cody build your pedals for you because that's a pain in the butt too. And he's a lot better at it than you are. I can almost guarantee that. Yeah. They also- I, 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 will, I will give a definite plug for Cody as well. I just got a pedal in, I don't know, about a month ago from him. Um, get? I got the regenerator, which is his buffer that's circuit. Re- oh, the buffer circuit. That's right. Yeah. And that's um, a simple circuit, quote simple, unquote, simple, simple, happy with it. And like he was new his guitar pedal, and I didn't even like hit him up. I just paid face value. His pedal was cheaper than used ones of other companies. Yeah. That was like my AB switcher was like mm-hmm. after shipping, I think I paid like 35, maybe 40 bucks. That's not bad. That's what you pay for a used one from some companies, like you said. Yeah. Um, I mean, and it, and it looks great. But WestminsterEffects.com, go check them out. They make great stuff. All right, Scott, what's new with you? So I got two new toys. Um, first thing, and, and I think we post, yeah, I mean, I already posted it in the group, so I think people have already seen it. Or if they haven't, go check it out in our Facebook group. Um, I got a more Radar, which is an impulse response loader. It also has a, pre, has a power amp simulator and an EQ in it. Um, and I'm just tooling around right now. Um, loading up acoustic acoustic guitar impulse responses instead of doing cab sims and so it's it's a bit different it's a a different trick but it's it's been really cool to try to get a little more natural sounding acoustic guitar sounds out of my guitar pickup and uh i I, i'm gonna keep keep playing with it i want to try to see how i if i can create some of my own using some uh math which i need to brush up on um 
Fun story. Yeah. I failed a class in college and I had to retake it. That was, was on it, impulse was it, responses. So wait, <laughs> no, on I, impulse responses? I'm so confused. Wait. What's that? You failed a class on impulse responses? Among other things, yes. I'm gonna have to let uh Cole Duke know. <laughs> Please let I mean that's his um <laughs> Sean just replied saying, What? You guys are too kind. Uh <laughs> We love you, Sean. Uh, <laughs> like, in the middle of a rant, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was defending you. Yeah. I'll defend Sean's honor. I'm going to have to climb up to the top of a water tower. <laughs> but I will defend uh, his honor. Yeah. And um, that man's a saint. That man's just one of the nicest people ever. He is. He's a super nice guy. Um, Where was I? Uh, impulse response stuff. Yeah. It's um, it's a thing in electrical engineering is really where it got its um its home and so signal processing was a class that um i was in a really hard version of the class and then i basically dropped the class without dropping it so i just failed and redlined it and took it again um i think i got a b the second time i took it anyway um yeah so convolution math that kind of stuff it's it's like calculus but harder and, calculus but harder i never yeah. i didn't think i didn't think calculus could get harder you know what it's really funny because I, I i don't know any calculus yeah if you if you maybe if you like explained it in cheeseburgers i could i could get it that's you know that's the problem in high school they didn't explain thing in cheeseburgers you know <laughs> but if the hockey puck was a cheeseburger you'd catch it i'm like that, i would actually that's still one of the greatest insults of all time so yeah, I I've been toying around with that. It's a it's a cool way of doing some uh um sorry, Sean keeps texting me. Uh the um You know it's bad when Diaz is telling you to focus. I know. He sent me things. <laughs> oh man. Oh, he's letting me in on a secret. I can't share this. Um Yeah, uh so that it's a cool way of trying to do essentially what cab sims do to your guitar signal or convolution reverb does all those are same idea of using impulse responses to change your guitar signal and so applying that to an acoustic guitar does a pretty decent job of kind of making that mic sound come back from uh an under saddle pickup so pretty happy with it uh well, for a, hundred a lot bucks of people a lot of people really have issues with the systems that come in their acoustic electric guitars. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a weird thing when, with people. And uh, number one, when you buy an acoustic guitar, you don't 9.9 .9 times out of 10, you're not buying it for the pickup system inside. You're buying it because it feels right and it sounds great unplugged. Because that's the way most people test their acoustic guitars when they buy them if they even try them out before they buy them. Mm -hmm. So to be able to use that to change and shape your sound, because it's not always an EQ thing too, because a lot of people were like, well, just EQ it. Well, that's not always it. Yeah. It's so, not a true EQ. There's, there's resonance and there's compression and there's all those kind of things that happen. So it's a, it's a cool trick. Um, I need to create my own impulse responses and figure that out. And then it'll sound even better. Um, I got the idea from, um, was it Brian wall over at worship tutorials was doing that with an axe effects. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. and I'm sure like a Kemper profile thing, if it has a dynamic mode where you can plug two sources in, uh, could do a similar thing. Um, 
I don't know, the way I saw you using a Kemper profiler, Diaz, it's not the same way um, <clears throat> generating that signal. So we'll have to see. Um, and then moving on, the other thing I got, I just got in the door. Like I literally opened it while Diaz and I were planning this episode is I just got to like my pedals K2 uh, that I won from the Flipper and Flippers raffle supporting uh, Mike Tremblay over at uh, Native Audio. Yeah. So um, I've yet to plug this in or even try it. Uh, it has an extra foot switch. I don't know what that does, uh, but I think this is a clone um, or based on a clone kind of a circuit. And so I'll compare it to the real thing and uh, see how I like it. The real thing? Are you talking, are you, you've, you're, you got the KTR, right? Yeah. Okay. That's still a real clone. Mm. It's just not is a it, centaur. Is it though? It's don't, like an epiphone by Gibson. Don't 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 make me sick, uh, Bill Finnegan on you. Like okay. I could fight. I could take Bill Finnegan. I've sized him up before. <laughs> um I met him one Did time. You? Yeah, yeah. Nice. That's all I gotta say about that. All right. All right so what's new so, with you, man? <laughs> um, I got this really cool Gibson acoustic. It is the Rosewood AG. Um, it's it's like a Gibson and a Taylor had a baby. So it's got uh, a fantastic sound to it. It's, you know, when I think of Gibson guitars, I really think an overall sound, they're kind of darker and they have uh, a real boomy sound in my opinion i don't know if that translates if, if you know what i'm trying to say there uh you're the acoustical engineer you could actually probably say the words for me well but, boomy to me means more bass than treble yeah bad way. i'd say it's kind of got a, a like a, a a wider low end it's not okay. like real tight low end it's kind of uh kind of flubby you know mm. Um, that's how I usually hear Gibson's and, mm -hmm. but you know, every, you know, every guitar is different. And when I think of Taylor, I think more of a higher, you know, a tighter high end and, uh, not a whole lot of low end. Mm -hmm. Um, and this just kind of is like right in the middle and the, it feels the neck has kind of a, has that Gibson feel but the body is a thinner body than Gibson usually puts out. Hmm. And that's another thing too. So I guess that's where some of the low end, that boomy sound quote unquote goes away. You know, it's got a smaller body and it's just, uh, I don't know. It, it sounds exactly how I want an acoustic to sound. I got really lucky with that trade. Uh, the guy who I actually traded with is a local musician um, in the East Tennessee area. And, we've actually gotten along pretty well he he turns gear quite a bit and uh oh, he so you're like just one of those guys that's like you get in one of those local facebook groups and you just constantly see the dude no i see him on craigslist quite a bit but he really has like his own circle he runs in because he's a he's a working musician and that's all he does is he does music live and he flips gear but you know it was really the really funny thing about it was um, if you happen to be in the East Tennessee area, his name is Drew Robbins. Uh, he, I went and saw him the other night and he actually helped me get a gig at the place he was playing at. So I've got oh, a nice. gig coming up March 7th and I'm pretty pumped about that. It was 
really funny because when I talked to the guy afterwards, uh, it was a span, it was a Mexican restaurant. And I mean, I don't know how it, Mexican restaurants are where a lot of people live, but especially in this town in East Tennessee, there's a very high Hispanic cult, uh, population. And I'm talking like, no, barely anyone speaks English working at this restaurant. And it's, it was really funny because I gave him my card and he saw my last name. He's like, Diaz. He said, what's wrong with you? I was like, wait, wait, what do you mean? He goes, no, hablo español. I was like, no, he's like, okay, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I was dying <laughs> laughing. Um, <laughs> I'm always on the tail end of like racial profiling for both sides. White people think I'm Mexican and Mexican people are get on to me for not being Mexican enough. But, um, it's just it was pretty funny but i got this guitar i i was dealing with this guy and it was really funny because i didn't think the deal was going to happen i offered up my Kotsen telly and my uh txl cali 76 and he was just like we were talking and he's like yeah the Kotsen's maybe like new these guitars were 2600 right now they're selling new old stock for 2200 used they're about 17 to 1800 so you know the we we're kind of you know haggling over the price and it was just one of the things he priced the cali 76 at like 475 dollars and i was just like mm. and it just, when someone prices it that low i don't argue i just say okay thank you have a great day mm-hmm. you know what i mean so there's no point of you know number one if you argue with the price you're definitely not going to let a deal happen and Number two, if they value it at that, that's what they value it at. You know, especially with these high, some of these high price items, they're only worth what someone's willing to pay for it. I'd had mine up on reverb up for a little bit and it, it wasn't moving. So that's why I kind of threw it off in the trade. So I just said, okay, have a nice, okay, thank you. Have a nice day. And like 20 minutes later, he messages me back. He's like, okay, I didn't realize there's different models. I thought you had the compact one. And he's like, yeah, we can do the deal. So it all just kind of worked out. Oh, he was giving you that price on a compact? That's actually a pretty good deal. Yeah. So it's an overvaluation. Good price on a compact. I, yeah. But for the Lundle, yeah. definitely not. Okay. Okay. I was sitting there, I was like, oh, compact. Even, even still, that's not, that's actually, I think that's more than new for a compact. I don't know what it's he, been, it might have been 375. Okay. It, or it, it, I think yeah. it's been a while since I, even looked at them so i don't even know i i could pull it up but that would require me to like investigate i I could look at how much i paid and i probably paid too much but you probably you know what we're just gonna say you did uh, i mean used one used kelly 76s are just not really much of a thing or they weren't at Um, the time yeah well they just did the reissues so it kind of really fudged up the market so but you know it is what it is. Luckily, the deal went pretty well. It went. We were both happy. He actually parted out the Cotton Telly because I went and saw him. Really? Saturday. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I've already sold the electronics and everything. He's like, huh. all I've got left is the neck and the body. That seems like a like, weird decision. I, I mean, he he's he said that he's already made quite a bit of money off of it. So. All right. I don't know. You, bro. Yeah. I was, I've never looked at something just like yeah. No, I could take that apart. Uh, and sell it but i got that and then i also got some random dick pics which i really just wanted to say that on there i got 
10 picks with Richard Nixon on them. And it's from a company that's called uh, dickpicks.co. And you can send totally anonymous dick pics to your friends. I think it's like 10 bucks to have them sent. 10 bucks, including shipping. And you send 10 pics to someone. It comes with a little handwritten note. It's funny because it looks like my handwriting. It's just kind of chicken scratch. It says, someone sent you some dick pics. Return the favor to the universe at dickpics.co. Totally anonymous. So if the person who sent them to me listens to the show... I just want to say thank you. Um, I've been having, you know, a, a rough time lately, and it really was like the icing on the cake of a good day when I got them. So I appreciate it if you're listening to this. If you're not, I still don't know who sent them. But yeah, that's it for what's new with me. Nice. Um, let's move on to gear news. So the weird thing about the gear news this week you've got a lot of digital stuff is that slow time i think it's actually pretty much all digital stuff and then me complaining about things oh there's another all right we'll we'll get we'll get started all right so the first thing on the list uh neural dsp who's really been in the headlines lately because of the uh what's the thing that they came out with the like kemper killer that people call it uh was it called the cortex Yes, that's it. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to be the Helix out. Killer, right? Like, that's more what it... I mean, I guess. In the Kemper stage, yeah. it's supposed to be, like... It's supposed to just destroy them both. Um, it's kind of crazy because they did a pre-sell, and they've just been selling out like crazy on their pre-sells. Mm-hmm. But they just... You know, one of the things that they've really been known for is doing... Uh, what are these called? So Amp Sims? Yeah, essentially, they're... Yeah, they're DSP amps, so... It allows you just uh, available in a bunch of different kind of plug-in formats, but it's a way of just having a virtual amp in your computer. Uh, I need to figure out how to do those with a Re- with Reaper. Oh, they're great. Okay. I mean, I've got I bought the PRS Super Amps right way back when, and I I still use those constantly. That's my practice rig at home because uh, I leave my oh. amps at church. Because why bother? Oh crap! Did I ever turn off my amps on Sunday? Well, they're going to be broken in. All right, I'm going to make yeah. some noise really quick. All right. <laughs> I've got a jawbreaker, like one of the huge ones. Oh. I haven't opened it. I got it for Christmas. Don't those things, those things, I don't get the point of them. Anyway. I'm going to make noise. <laughs> so, but all right, so the the reason why I, I grabbed this was, um, so it's an Omega Ampworks Granifier, and which seems like it's a pretty standard amp, not super. It says that it can go from dirty blues to crushing metal, which it seems like a, a lot of people want to kind of say that. Um, yeah, and then they show then, a demo at the bottom on their website from Rabia Masad, so it's going to be a metal, metal demo. Um, you know I what? think, I, so I could be wrong here. Um, the... Um, uh, Omega Ampworks is made by Mick Thompson's from Slipknot's Guitar Tech, I believe. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so with that, I I, th- I think because I also believe he uses a plumes, so I think this is really kind of getting at this is Mick Thompson's sound. If you want that Slipknot sound, I want that Slipknot sound. 
when I push my fingers into my eyes. <laughs> it's the only thing. I'm sorry. I don't care. I think everyone, you know, around our age, if there's a, there's a, there's a Slipknot song that just moves you, like you just listen to it and you're just like, it brings out like every little bit of teenage angst in you. Oh yeah. I had, I, they, I had that, I don't know, two, three weeks ago. I was like watching a bunch of like, um, the new guy, Joey Weinberg's like drumming and stuff like that. Like just the drumming in that band is insane. It's you know, they're one of those bands where um due to their commercial success every you know there a lot of people want to hate on them. Mm-hmm. Um they're not they're not real metal. And that's what they say a lot of people who get commercial success. I mean look at Metallica. Metallica was like the thrash band. But as soon as the Black Album hit and they were super commercial and on every boom that you know there were sellouts. And the same thing happened with Slipknot. They used to be like the underground band and as soon as they started coming out with like duality and things like that and everyone started listening to them they were sellouts. I don't have a problem with Slipknot. You know what I do have a problem with? Some of the Slipknot fans. <laughs> they're what they're Slipknot's one of those bands where the fans can turn over, turn you off of a band. Kind of like my Kim. I did not like my chemical romance. Easy. 100%. That's like half our fan base. What my chemical our, romance our listenership. Yeah. I you don't think so? They, I don't know. You know what? Let's we should start a poll <laughs> in the group. I'm gonna start one right now and we're gonna check in before we uh sign off i'm gonna just put do you like slipknot i'm not gonna offer any other options besides yes or no just yeah so my chemical romance is one of those ones of uh the guitar gear groups you definitely see like a very strong contingent of people who love that band yeah um the same way like i guess part of it's just the age group of gear groups is like a 10-year range maybe 15 and so it is one of those just that band hit big for a certain age group at a certain time. Mm-hmm. The same way, like, there's a huge, like, Jimmy World fan base out of nowhere, which you don't really experience anywhere else. Like, you're not at a yeah. party and you're like, man, I love Jimmy World. And people are like, who? The, the guy, Drew, that I traded the guitar with, I went on play. And it was funny because there wasn't a whole lot of people there. Mm-hmm. They were kind of like on the other side. And he does a thing, you know, he pretty much has a song list and he's like, you pick it, I'll play it. Mm-hmm. so he was just like he just like he's like uh since you're like the only person like picking songs just pick whatever you want and it was i had him going on like a 90s alternative total he's just like i haven't played a lot of these songs in a long time and i was like man they're just so awesome i had him do uh black balloon by goo goo dolls uh the middle by jimmy eat world the one that and, everyone knows the one that everyone knows yeah but jimmy eat world has some good songs there's um I mean, Bleed American is a great album. Yeah. They, I mean, so is Clarity, so is Futures, so is... I mean... Oh, they, I'm sorry. I don't know every... Uh, oh, now you're pulling out the obscure stuff. I mean, it's just the albums that are released around Bleed American, but yeah. I'm I'm sorry. He Jimmy World's one of those bands where I like a lot of their commercial stuff because I never really got into them. Yeah, so... Yeah, most of what you heard was Bleed American, and then... Or they actually... The self-titled album you know whatever and then um you probably heard pain which i believe yeah. is on futures um anyway. i believe so pain was on one of the video like tony hawk video games so yeah that's where i heard it from <laughs> oh my that's gosh where, that's where we, most people heard all music from you know it's like tony i'm hawk changing our topic where we're just going to talk <laughs> about the tony hawk yeah, i'm not even kidding all right 
everyone just hang in with us we're gonna knock through this new gear crap <laughs> we're talking tony hawk soundtracks and we're just gonna talk about how amazing because they had a lot of alien ant farm too and i absolutely love alien ant farm yeah they That's fell one off of, the map well still anthology yeah. was one of the greatest oh. albums from start to finish oh yeah it it's a fantastic one um we don't want people to add options all right posting that and we'll come back to that but the cool thing about this and we're going to get back on topic and get moving forward is it comes with the plumes in it so i guess i don't know if it's like built in i'm guessing you can just change the settings in there yeah i mean a lot of amp sims will often have a boost pedal options on it okay so it's cool that they're actually calling it a plumes versus um i don't know when people like name stuff close but not mm-hmm. really they're like oh it's a timothy pedal and you're just like all right come on dude know what that means mm. and then you can see paul c just get yeah. pissed off when you see the magic horsey or the uh yeah all the all the tongue-in-cheek names yeah uh let's see so let's move on to uh, this uh rock and roll relics new model called the revenge and they advertise it as a new guitar shape you will either love or hate. Diaz, do you love or do you hate it? I don't know. My, they're watching a movie and it just got really loud. <laughs> and it's like the intro music and I was slightly distracted. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't hate it. You know what I do not like about it? The dot inlays. Mm. I feel like it could use a different style of inlay. It doesn't have to be blocked, but you know what would look really good is the Gibson acoustic inlays on this. Hmm. That's what I'd have to say. Um, I like the body shape. It's got it's like a Les Paul and a Firebird had a baby. A Les Paul, a Firebird, and an Explorer. Yeah. Where the where's the Explorer part? Uh, the overextended uh, armrest, and wouldn't that still be Firebird? Uh, I just, I just really see if now I'm now I'm googling it. Yeah, go go Google it. Um, I you know what? This kind of reminds me of a uh, B. A. Ferguson. Mm. But yeah, I, I, you know what? I like it. I don't think it's a horrible guitar. Um, I didn't check the price point on it. I want to. Oh, it's going to be. It's going to oh, be twenty eight hundred. I don't like that. I feel like this is like, I don't know. I feel like Boots could do this for probably like fifteen, seventeen hundred, two grand tops. Hmm. I mean, it's got a relic on it and everything, but. Mm, I don't know. Not 2800. I'd have to play. Uh, that's not too bad for a relic American made small brand guitar. No, it's par for the course. I mean, a, a Gibson Firebird is two grand on its own. Just for comparison's sake here. I mean, you can get them for like 1400. Yeah, if you get a like a, a classic T or whatever. Yeah, my, my Pelham Blue one was like 15, I think. 14, 15. Yeah. Dude, your poll is not going well. <laughs> oh, I haven't even checked in. Uh, <laughs> no one has voted no? yes yet. <laughs> oh, oh, well, at least someone's voted. That's you got that going for us. Yep. 
Uh, no, five votes. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm voting yes. I don't care. You gotta, you gotta get the trend going the other way. Build Cody Fields, no. Oh my gosh. Michael Newman, no. Lyle Chastain, no. Douglas, Doug, no. Mike K. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Not going well for you. I don't care. It's their loss. I just wanted to see how many people don't like Slipknot, I guess. All right. So check out that guitar. It looks really cool. Um, we really need to start putting these links in the description of the episode. No, it's like someone used to do that. And then it just like stopped. And then they, and then, and then it stopped. Uh, and maybe we can start doing that again. Um, or I can just go in and edit it after the fact. <laughs> like, That's, probably, it seems like a lot of work, you know? Hands. Okay, we're going to talk about this next thing. We're actually going to hit these next two things really quick. Uh, so Fender, there's been some Fender news lately, but the problem that I have with it is they're just putting out the same guitars with like ugly paint jobs. <laughs> like, um, So Squire has the, uh, Sean Wright said, I don't care either way. That's my boy. All right. Um, he doesn't care about Slipknot either way. Sean right, so Squire doesn't know what Slipknot has the, is, I bet. has the fsr classic vibe 70s jaguar and it's two limited edition colors each you know what i understand they're limited but it's like it's the colors that everyone either gets or wants and i'm tired of seeing them you've got the shell pink and the daphne blue yeah these seem like really obvious selections yeah but i'm just i don't know i'm tired of seeing press releases about colors yeah, just same. I mean, but they're sitting around 30, 349 GBP. That's what German mm-hmm. or British pounds, gold British pounds. So that's what, probably about 400 American. Uh, I mean, if they come out here, that's the other thing is like that might, this might be a Europe only. That stuff sucks too. 450 American. 450. But usually it's not a dollar to pound direct. Um, it's usually close, but enough to where they round something yeah. kind of funny, you know? Well, usually we're on the better part of that exchange rate for whatever reason. Because we won the war, you turds. All right, so let's move they. on to the next. What? So did they. Which war did they win? The same war that you're talking about. The Revolutionary War? Oh, that one. Okay. I'm talking about the war that we had with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. I mean, if you're talking about World War II, that's still when we came and saved their butts. Yeah, once everyone was out of money and tired and <laughs> we it's were the only company, America country like, not involved in it. And so we just showed up healthy and fresh. And just Japan, like Japan poked the bear and we're just like, all right. Yeah. Look, yeah. Japan under- bombs us. So we invade Europe. That- <laughs> well, no, that it does make sense when you. Have, all right. Listen, I, I know I'm being obnoxious. It, uh, the Axis versus the allies. Like that's what it was. We we went everywhere. Yes, I, I, I understand we how the World Pacific War II Theater worked. I understand how World War II worked. I was making a bad joke. All right. So you found out what Diaz actually knows about, and you opened that can of worms. <laughs> I never Our, realized you were passionate about this. <laughs> oh, World War II is one of my favorite things to study. Yeah. Actually, I watch. Uh, man, I'm I'm a history buff. Yeah. That's the stuff I like. Don't ask me to math. But if it comes down to who kicked whose ass, I can tell you. Um, all right. And then speaking of people needing an ass kick, let's talk, Fender. About- <laughs> yeah, let's talk about this next thing. All right. So Fender comes out with these God awful, horrible 
Strat and Telecaster Limited Edition. So they work collaborated with Japanese artist Face and Mach M A H K. I don't know if it stands for something. I just don't care. It's an I, it's an, a Japan art gallery thing. I don't like it <laughs> at all. It just it definitely looks like an like an art major designed it and not a guitar player. This looks like something you'd see on Craigslist where the, the person wants way too much money for it. The price isn't horrible on that face one. A thousand pounds for uh, is it a, it's a Japanese vendor, right? I'm guessing. I don't I doubt they like sent it hmm. a, an American out there like an American guitar to Japan to have a Japanese artist draw on it, I'm guessing. But there's a subtle music note inlay on this one. What music note is that? Is that a rest? Yeah, it's a rest. I couldn't see. I didn't have a good view on it. Okay. Yeah, rest at the 12th fret, guys. I don't know. I don't know. Pass. Yeah, it's ugly. I'm um, I will say it does pass the yeah. Ryan Burke law of guitar art. Where if you hang it up by the neck, it looks proper? Or is it if you play it? If you play it, it, it looks proper. Okay. Well, granted, it is abstract looking art. So it could be either way. Because look, the the lady could be laying down if you hung it by the neck. Actually, it's wrong. The face one's wrong. But she's got her leg up by where the horns are. Is that her leg? I assume that's a leg. That looks like another person. There's a space in between if you look at the sky. Unless she's doing like the Starbucks thing. You know how the Starbucks is actually, that's the mermaid behind her and all that. Like, I don't know. I, I don't want to look at this anymore. I'm kind of tired of it. It's like a wreck. I can't stop looking at it. Well, I, while I, you're I, looking I, at it, let's talk about uh, Soft Tube and Marshall present the Carrie King signature and Plexi Lead 1959 plugins. Okay, because that's exactly what I think about when I'm like, who do I want to sound like? Carrie effing King. That's who I want to sound like. I mean, so he's had a rash of signature gear already. He had the he had that signature yeah, guitar come out earlier this year. Or oh yeah, he had last that, year. Yeah, was that a Gibson or something? And the it was the one where like he played it and it was horrible, and he had the live video of it. Oh, he he came out with it and like screwed up the intro or something like that, and just like yep, yeah, yeah. Um, well, he used to have the Beastie Rich back in the day. I remember that one because it was always like on the front of guitar magazines. Mm-hmm. And it was just everywhere back whenever. I'm not saying Slayer's not relevant, but back when they were more prominent in the I, music scene. I mean, now they're, uh, I will say it, they're a nostalgia band now. Mm-hmm. And now it's like hip to be like, oh yeah, I'm into old school thrash metal. Whereas, I, I mean, in the 90s, gosh being a christian kid hearing about slayer was always about like fans murdering some girl or something like that inspired by their music and they were from the devil and like that was their whole vibe in the 90s so do you remember that i i remember i loved all the things like i couldn't listen to nine inch nails because you know what nine inch nails is right it's the nails that were used to crucify jesus to the cross oh that's it that's what the Nine Inch Nails refer to. I just can't listen to Nine Inch Nails for a long time because then I get really depressed. Oh, yeah. 
Nine Inch Nails like, is my like if such I'm good music, like, but like I I like if if I listen to like three albums parts. in a day, I'm like pretty destitute. Yeah, by the end of the like the end of the day, you're just like yeah. I just want a bottle of whiskey. I want to be left alone. I want to sit in the dark. I'm going to mm-hmm. listen to Nine Inch Nails on vinyl. Like you're like like going hardcore into it. Oh yeah, totally. Look, something I can never have. That is my song. If I want to go dark, that I'm gonna have to go listen to that after this. Yeah, I'm avoiding that kind of music right now. Yeah, you can only listen to like the Teletubbies. <laughs> Lots of Jesus music right now. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. 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 Totally. Listen to some Jeremy Camp. <laughs> And I'm just Christian back in college. <laughs> Breathe in me. All right. So, anywho, um, yeah, it's a kind of a nostalgia thing, but I think it's pretty cool. Uh, and then we've got another thing since we changed the topic. You can tell us about this because this was going to kind of be our topic, but I think I found a, a much more fun one. So, Waves announced today that they are. I continue with ad blocker. Uh, <laughs> Waves continue announced that they're launching a in quotes affordable plugin subscription plan starting at six ninety nine a month. So historically, um, so Waves is really well known as a plugin producer. They make tons of different stuff. Actually, we mentioned earlier that that uh, Paul Reed Smith uh, amp simulator thing that I use. That's by Waves. Um, if you're listening to an episode that's edited by uh, by me. Chances are you're hearing a lot of Waves plugins because those are what I like to use for like compressors and things like that. Um, or if you listen to last week, I just slapped it together <laughs> and made it work. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I wasn't going to say anything about that, but since you brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Remember those like that series of episodes where you couldn't really hear Diaz breathing and then suddenly you could hear Diaz breathing a ton? That was a Waves plugin. Removing that. Diazer? Uh It was a deep breather. Yeah, I need to find that. Show me how to, I'm gonna have to have you like look at what is it where you can like actually watch my screen on Hangouts. Oh yeah, and you can actually talk me through how to do that. <laughs> One day. Um, yeah, so they they have these plugin packages where they kind of assembled bundles of like their most favorite stuff in different tiers, and so there was like silver, gold. Um, there's diamond, there's a bunch platinum. I mean, there's different tiers where you get more stuff in it. Um, and so they became really popular as kind of the, the go-to people. Uh, so this, instead of doing a, you buy it and then you have updates available for a year after you buy it, this is moving to a subscription model. So it's a bit different versus, um, so silver is coming in at 699 a month and gold is coming in at 999 a month or a hundred bucks a year, which is actually a really good deal considering I believe gold used to be 200 bucks flat. So, but this is like, if you cancel your subscription, you don't get to use them anymore, right? Yeah. So like the same way a lot of software is going, like Adobe went this way, the way I have pro tools is that way. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like 32 bucks a month. So we can have premiere and Photoshop and Lightroom and all that. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's cool because it, it, lets a lot of us get into the software that historically we'd go a thousand bucks no way um but at the same time you know um you're going to be paying into it forever yeah or until you get that album recorded yeah yeah so uh to give you some perspective gold right now is selling for three nine 
two ninety nine. Um, and usually Good Friday is the time to buy this stuff, or Black Friday is the good time to buy this because uh, not Good Friday. Uh, Black Friday is usually when they run a sale and this stuff gets cheaper. But um, so what's been really annoying about the plugin world, and what's kind of nice about this is um, now that like Windows ten and as well as Mac OS X like constantly is updating itself. Your mm-hmm. software is like constantly breaking now. I don't know if you've experienced that much yet. No, not really. Okay. Well, oh, I have. You know what? I got a bone to pick with Apple because none of my connectors that use Lightning, none of my interfaces for my phone or iPad work. Hmm. I've got the Sonic port, and then I've also got a Focusrite uh, eye track, and none of them are working right now. Ever since they updated, uh, what's the new OS? Twelve. Uh, Catalina. No, no. I'm oh. um, iPhone. On your iPad. iPhone, I have no idea what the iPhone numbers are on now. Yeah, thirteen or something like that. Okay, cool. Yeah, and iOS thirteen. They, uh, yeah, dude, they totally like screwed that up. Yeah, I think they started like licensing, and they want money from all these people now. Anyway, <laughs> auto updates can really suck. I mean, they, like it, it keeps like. <sighs> I know it's security and you know all these things that we got to kind of do but um you know it there's a lot of other people i know i know a few recording art artists where they're like yeah i haven't updated my computer in five years everything's working i'm not touching it you know and they turn mm-hmm. off updates um so i ran into yeah, that when a I was lot updating. of churches like that too yeah a lot of folks are like that because what was um what's one of the like it's not pro, i don't know if it's pro presenter but I th- it might be ProPresenter whenever uh, the new OS for Mac came out. A lot of them were kind of bricked yeah. on ProPresenter. Yeah. I mean, it, the, 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 the newest round of Mac OS X Catalina broke a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, and so you if you didn't have a current subscription plan or whatever or updates, you weren't able to run a lot of your old stuff. And then you had to pay upgrade fees. And it was just, it's annoying. Uh, but also at the same time you don't own anything anymore you rent everything you in the world yeah i don't i don't like that because like i understand it's good for the companies because they have a continuous flow Mm -hmm. of purchase and that's where a lot of these companies were struggling if they launched a new product people were only paying for it for so long before it became either obsolete Mm -hmm. or everyone bought it and then no one was buying it anymore because they already had it so they had they were kind of forced to put out a new product now they can put out the product kind of at their own pace and unless it's required like like you said for a update on uh software or an update on um operating systems but they're not forced to constantly put out new products because they've got the consumer where they want them with a continuous cash flow coming in Mm-hmm. but the good thing about it is too is that it also does make it more readily available to people who can't afford to drop the $300 for you know gold or whatever they can pay the $9.99 a month so, I don't know I think it's I think the subscription service is a double edged sword um, it sucks because you will never actually own the products you'll always be paying for it Mm-hmm. but it also does help in the sense of you've got stability 
from a company because they have a, they do have a continuous revenue stream and you've also got uh continuous updates that you're not having to pay um like update fees like you've talked about yeah because it's part of your subscription now yeah i mean this is a deeper topic to talk about in a lot of other areas too because there's like there's stuff with uh software licenses we don't own any most people don't own any music anymore we all use these <laughs> streaming services there um and so it, in in some ways it's kind of been awesome that you know over the last couple years I, I i save money by doing music streaming services because i used to buy albums like crazy right um but and i have access to literally everything uh but at the same time i own the only thing i own anymore is like the vinyls that i have and whatever cds i've ripped yeah i haven't bought a cd and gosh ages. have you downloaded limewire and giving your computer is that so thing? AIDS. I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. I don't even want to Google it. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, well, there's the Pirate Bay, so you got that going for you. Um, LimeWire is a discontinued. Oh, it's discontinued. Womp womp. There's free LimeWire download.net. <laughs> I wonder. I'm, that I'm like, sounds like down. that sounds reliable. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. Oh my gosh! It's still the old school like Windows. Uh, xp windows showing on there oh my gosh if, okay so if you have a myspace and a facebook page <laughs> myspace was first it just shows you uh the last time it was copyrighted was 2018 wow so that, that was stuck around a lot longer than i thought it was <laughs> I was I was waiting for it to say 2008 because that yeah. would have made that one would have made the most sense. <laughs> I mean, wow. I was yeah, we were off of that stuff around then. And then BearShare, LimeWire, like Kazaa, yep, or Kaza, however you want to. Yeah, and Torrents took over. Oh my gosh! And then uh, yeah, BitTorrent. I used that for a little bit. Um. Jason, one of our patrons, is shipping me a package. We're doing a trade, and uh, he's telling me there's a lady at the kiosk, the only one that's open right now, who's been standing there doing things intermittently for 15 minutes now. She has one package. <laughs> he said she then took the entire time to look, the entire time I looked to print, the entire time I took to print a label and get the package deposited to, uh, for her to get it deposited so like oh my gosh he said she wasn't even that crazy old maybe early 50s it's so funny to watch these people use these kiosks but all right so let's move on to we're gonna have a fun topic we're gonna hit some of these uh i think we're gonna hit the games that we actually played all right so let's talk about this um tony hawk's pro skater one soundtrack yep all right so we've got police truck by dead kennedy's yeah, don't I don't remember that. Some, I don't remember some of these. Here and Now by the Ernie's. What? Sorry, which version did you play? In 64. Yeah, Nintendo 64 had a shorter soundtrack. Did it? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Let's look up N64. I want to download the ROM. Um... Okay, apparently it did. How did that happen? I All think right, just so, Nintendo 64 um, cartridge had uh, less Oh, it had less space. memory. Yeah. 
Okay, so uh, the PlayStation also had uh, um, Ain't Got Time to Waste by AIM, Blue Thunder by Aqua Sky, um, and then let's see. We said here now by the Ernie's, I was on all of them. Uh, Vilified by Even Rude, Superman by Goldfinger. I remember, I remember that, that one. one. Jerry was a race car driver by Primus. Yep. I remember that one. Uh, Screamer by Speed Dealer. Don't remember that one. Um, Nothing to Me by Speed Dealer, which was not present in the N64 version. Uh, Psycho Vision from by Suicidal Tendencies. I remember that. Psycho Vision. All right. Uh, New Girl by The Suicide Machines. Committed by Unsane. Um, Euro Barge by The Vandals, which was not present in the N64, N64 version. And Change My Pants by The Vandals, which was on the first PlayStation versions only. I'm not going to lie. I don't remember a lot of that. No, I think once we hit Pro Skater 2, that's where we're going to like, that's where all the fun stuff came in. Yes. I think that one had Gorilla Radio on it, didn't it? Yep. Yep. It's got Bring the Noise by Anthrax. Uh, These Bars Can't Hold Me by MCMF. Uh, Blood Brothers by Papa Roach. Gorilla Radio by Rage. Uh, Pin the Tail on the Donkey by Naughty by Nature. Uh, you by Bad Religion, When Worlds Collide by Power Man Five Thousand. This is what it's like when worlds collide. Yeah, I remember that song. Um, no Star by Millen Colin, B Boy Document Ninety Nine featuring Mad Skills and Most Deaf by The High and Mighty, Cyclone by Dub Pistols, May Sixteen by Lagwagon, Subculture by Styles of Beyond. Heavy Metal Winter, yeah, Heavy Metal Winter by Consumed, Evil Eye by Fu Manchu, and Five Lessons Learned by Swinging, Swinging Utters. I still don't remember some of these. Why is it like? All right, we're gonna maybe go we just always skip those tracks. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. Um, because three can't... had some good stuff too. I don't, I don't yeah. really remember playing four. I don't know. All right, so we've got what is this? What's the matter with parents today? By No Effects. Summer by Sum Forty One. Uh, that was a great song. Wish by Alien Ant Farm. Great song. Uh, Who's on your side by Pennywise? Follow by Drowning Pool. Bob by Outcast. <laughs> that was a random one. That was phenomenal. Uh, New World Order by One Side Zero and Fest by Papa Roach. Pepper by Mill and Colin. Questions by Hometown Hero. Melt Me Down by Pressure 4-5. Cause Chemist Sweet by Ozamotley. And then Head Up by the Deftones. I'm still, which one had Courageous on it? Courage. Uh, one, I feel like these are not right. Um, I know I did play four. Yeah, it's like you have a different memory of what's on these, don't you? Yeah, there was... uh, Okay, one of them had Courage on it. I swear it did. Oh, it was on the video. It wasn't in the game. Mm. Okay, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4. We got Bloodstains by Agent Orange. Labor by Isop Rock. TNT by ACDC. I don't remember that. I remember Simple that one. Simple Long by Avail. 
I mean, I remember the song. I don't remember it being on there. Bad Dreams by City Stars featuring J- Jai Plus. Bad Fun by The Cult. Oodles of O's by De La Soul. Uh, House of the Rising Drum by Delinquent Habits. Uh, Seneca Falls by The Distillers. Big Shots. Ida and Abilities. Skate and Destroy by The Faction. Drunken Lullabies by Flog and Molly. Mass Appeal by Gangstar. Spokesman by Goldfinger. Non Compost Mentis by Haiku de Atet. Freightliner. Hot Water Music. The Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden. I don't. I don't think I played four enough. Hmm. Beach Blanket Bong Out by JFA. All My Best Friends Are Metalheads, Bless Than Jake. I saw them live. They're actually really good. Um, when I'm on Damn, When I'm on to Mike by Loot Pack. Everything and Anything by Lunchbox Avenue. Standing Still by Lunchbox Avenue. Body Rock by Muzak Beats featuring Bismarcky. Verses of Doom by Muzak Beats featuring Jeru the Dimaja. I'm a Star by Muzak Beats featuring Mel Mel. Yeah, you've completely lost me at this point. Yeah, I don't. My Adidas <laughs> by Run DMC. I'm going to hit some of the like song. Anarchy in the UK by Six Pistols. Shimmy by System of a Down. I remember Anarchy. Okay, what was... um? You know what? I think I know what I'm doing. I'm mixing up a bicycle game. Uh, The Matt Hoffman one? Yeah. That was a great... Because I also remember, like, I got in... There was a... This is another skateboarding game. I want to say... Was it Andy McDonald or somebody? Had his own as well. And, like, that had, like, System of a Down Sugar on it. And... Yeah, let's... All right. So, Matt Hoffman's Pro BMX had... Uh, holy crud. Oh, this is PlayStation, so... Um, B.O.B. by Outcast, 52 Girls by the B-52s, Wouldn't It Be Nice by Pennywise, Great Expectations by Jurassic 5, Icons by Face to Face, Hip Hop featuring Dead Prez by Static X, Fool's Gold by the Stone Roses, Everything Turns Gray by Agent Orange, Racer X uh, by 10-Foot Pole, Hmm. Um, Break the Grip of Shame by Paris... There's so many random things. All right, Matt Hoffman's Pro BMX Two. <laughs> Are we on our like six video game at this point now? <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? Diaz reads lists the episode. <laughs> the ep- listen. I still th- see. That's exactly what my whole idea was for the thing. That everyone's like, no, don't do that. I was gonna do. I was gonna sit there and mess around with my green screen and like put myself with like other people from podcasts and just read their <laughs> episodes, but I'd have to do it from YouTube transcriptions and just read them as like run on sentences and see how, fa- see how that would be. Oh gosh, um, that would be terrible. There was this one, there was a video game that had summertime by sublime. You sure that's just not everyone skateboarding. <laughs> there was, there was a game. I, I don't even All know. Right. If you know the name of this game, post it in the group and we'll continue this discussion there. Yeah. How long? Oh my gosh. An hour? Yeah. Need to stop. All right. Wrap so let's up. really. <laughs> I'm wrapping it up. We got to go check. All right. Oh, someone mentioned me in this group. Oh. Yes. Sorry. 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 Okay. Okay. <laughs> so do you like Slipknot Poll? Results? No. 15 people. I'm going to read their names off. I'm blasting them. Doug King, Chuck Strongbow, Andrew Hensley, my brother. He does. Kyler Reason, Lyle Chastain, Dolhanic doesn't like them either. 
Tom Dugan, Christian Avila. These are all people I don't need to talk to anymore. Corey, my Nigro, Cody Fields. You can't be mad at him. He sponsored this episode, I guess. Michael Newman, Clifton Worley. You know what? I, I would be that more one. surprised. I would be more surprised if Clifton said yes, because I would. I want to hang out with Clifton. I want to hang rage. out with C Money. <laughs> I'm going to hang out with C Money, and we're going to listen to some Slipknot. That's what I'm doing at Summer Nam this year. And then Jamie Davis doesn't like them either. Yes, four. Wait, five votes. Um, ooh, Joey Jaworski likes them. Ryan, you're going to have to say it for me. Ryan from Fuzzrocious. How do you pronounce his last name? I'm going to let you uh, fall on that one. Is it Ratashki? Ratashki? I don't know. I'm not good at that. There's a J in there, but I the way it, it's a J-S-K-I, I think it, it sounds more like an S-H. Is that Polish? It, I believe it might be. Okay. Will Lehu? Yes. And then, ooh, Ryan from uh, uh, Rockstock Pedals. Oh, cool. Sweet. He, yes. Uh, Corey did say he does like Corey Taylor acoustic solo stuff. Um, Isn't that just Stone Sour? Yeah. Well, no. I I guess. I, he could do snuff acoustic. That's a soft Slipknot song. But yeah, listen, I don't care who you are. If you see Corey Taylor play the song Bother by Stone Sour, oh yeah, right in the feels. All right. Um, all right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Don't forget to check out our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash the effects loop. You can give us money. Really cool. Uh, we've also started doing, well, I've started doing some demo work and we, I'm letting our patron supporters pick our background because I'm messing with the green screen and I can play. I can be anywhere in the world. I can be in Delaware. If I wanted to. Hi, I'm in Delaware. Okay. Was that, that a uh, city in color reference? No. Okay. The Wayne's World reference. Oh, sorry. Did you not have you not seen Wayne's World? I have. That one did not. Remember whenever they go to the studio for the first time and they're like, oh, we've got a blue screen and you can be anywhere. And he's like, hi. Oh, we can go be in Hawaii. And then they show Delaware. He's like, hi. I'm in Delaware because <laughs> there's nothing in Delaware. All right. Also go to our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop. You can join us there. Find us on Instagram. Follow us there at the effects loop. You can also find our YouTube channel, go subscribe so we can get one of those cool little things where we can be at youtube.com slash the effects loop. Cause right now we're not, we're at youtube.com slash AG seven, nine square divided by six. You can also find us on LinkedIn for some reason, but I want to take this time to thank our sponsor Westminster effects once again for sponsoring this episode. Go check them out. They've got amazing pedals at amazing prices. I own the Piper Drive, the Osteen Distortion, the, uh, what else do I have? The Dually. I've got the Luther Tap Trim, and I love all those pedals. They stay on my board. And keep your eye out for some cool stuff. I'm actually going to be working on a demo of the Luther Tap Tremolo. So if you've been interested in that, you'll get to see me play through it and mess with it. So for the effects loop, I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. And we'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Yeah.
Hey, guess what? What? Pro Tools didn't crash. Yes. <laughs>